This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. You'll find us on YouTube now, our YouTube channel at 5 in 10. Please subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and then stick around after the break. So we'll tell you how to guarantee that we never get canceled. Topic number five today is Israel again. This conflict with Hamas is throwing out sparks around the world, and we're keeping an eye on whether any of them will ignite. For example, here in the U.S., Last Friday morning, bomb threats made against 15 synagogues in New York State. These threats apparently made to disrupt synagogue operations, according to police, didn't appear to be any actual danger to the targets, just harassment. Also Friday, a Palestinian terrorist group co-sponsored an anti-Israel rally on the campus of Princeton University in Trenton, New Jersey. This is according to a flyer advertising the event. The group called Samadun which has been designated as a terrorist group in Israel, banned from operating in Germany as of October, is listed on the poster advertising the Princeton rally for divestment from Israel. Although Samadun has been banned by PayPal and other payment platforms due to its terrorist connections, the group has organized and promoted dozens of anti-Israel rallies around the world following Hamas's terror attacks in uh, southern Israel on October 7th. And Here's another interesting question, uh, not immediately obvious in the wake of the attacks. Did Hamas make bank on the terror attacks of October 7th? I ask this because of a new study by Professor Robert Jackson Jr. of New York University and Professor Joshua Mitz of Columbia University. They found that many Israeli ETFs, electronically traded funds, and stocks were sold relatively unusually in the days before October 7th. According to the study, such sales are significant indication that certain holders of Israeli assets knew about the attacks on October 7th and divested themselves of the stocks in advance, suggesting that they may have been Hamas operatives. This also suggests a way for intelligence analysts to predict an imminent terror attack. And frankly, this shouldn't have been a surprise to uh, Mossad and Shin Bet analysts. This is uh, something that goes back to, uh, well, the 9-11 attacks. There was a paper published in a peer-reviewed journal in 2006 by a professor at the University of Illinois showing how unusual trading activity in the stocks of American Airlines and United Airlines, the two airlines affected on 9-11, were made just prior to September 11th of 2001, the days leading up to September 11th, which suggested that informed investors, and this is according to the paper, informed investors divest themselves of AA and United stocks before the terror attacks because they knew the value was about to drop. Did Hamas do something similar before October 7th? It would appear so. Topic number four, the death of coal. Yes, the substance that helped elevate England out of uh, the Middle Ages, raised the standard of living of people when you realize the uh, energy locked up in coal could be used to, you know, heat homes far more efficiently than burning trees or peat moss. Uh, The United States is now on the verge of getting rid of coal. The U.S. has signed on to a global agreement to eliminate all of our coal-fired power plants. John Kerry, the special envoy on climate matters, announced Saturday, quote, To meet our goal of 100% carbon pollution-free electricity by 2035, we need to phase out unabated coal. 
This uh, statement released on Saturday said the United States had officially joined a coalition of 56 other countries who all plan to ditch coal in the name of climate change. This, this anti-coal pact is called the Power Past Coal Alliance. Started six years ago, the six new members include the U.S., the Czech Republic, Cyprus, Dominican Republic, Iceland, Kosovo, and Norway, joining the original 50. There's no specific date given for when the Biden administration wants to basically decommission our existing coal plants, but other regulatory actions um, taken by the administration zero in on the year 2035. Just under 20% of U.S. electricity in 2023 is coming from coal-fired power plants. Uh, around the world, that figures about 36%. Uh, about half of this output is coming from China, which is building power plants at an alarming rate, despite the Chinese Communist Party's lip service to climate and uh, fighting carbon emissions and so forth. They're just building coal-fired power plants at the rate of uh, two per week uh, in, in some recent months. But what the Chinese Communist Party is actually doing here is just, you know, giving lip service and then sitting back and, and building the infrastructure it needs to power its growing economy while watching the climate cult talk the Western world into committing economic suicide. The anti-human climate cult wants you cold, poor, and in the dark. Topic number three, speaking of China, that nation does have its own economic problems. The real estate crash in China continues, and it's putting a drag on the whole economy there in China. No end in sight for the crisis. The decline in China's home sales continues to worsen. Neither infrastructure construction nor high-end uh, manufacturing can fill the missing demand caused by the collapse in home sales. Worse, the government has been compelling banks to offer uh, favorable terms to real estate developers to try to cushion the blow, and that's actually making things worse for the banking sector. Now, there is one bit of interesting economic news for which analysts have not yet connected all of the dots. Shares of a company called PDD Holdings, which is an eight-year-old e-commerce platform, surged after reporting a near doubling in revenue in a recent quarter. In fact, the market cap for PDD Holdings outstripped Alibaba Group last week. This is a seismic shift in the tech industry in China. This would be like a new e-commerce platform here in the United States suddenly exploding and overtaking Amazon in market capitalization. That's, that's how big a deal this is. Now, why is this relevant to you? You might remember yesterday I talked about a cheap shopping app from China called Timu. PDD Holdings is the company that offers Timu. So the one aspect of the Chinese economy that appears to be making money is this particular company, PDD Holdings. And it's not making money by offering crazy cheap deals to consumers, only in the West, mind you, because Timu is not offered in China. It's making money, making bank, because the Timu app is a dangerous malware spyware package that has the potential to drain all of your data from your mobile device. If you've got the Timu app on your phone or tablet, everything else on that tablet is vulnerable to this data being shipped back to PDD Holdings in China. And according to the uh, analysis company, Grizzly Anal uh, Analysis, um, their tech experts say that this information is very likely being sold on the black market or perhaps even used by the Chinese Communist Party 
for its own purposes. It's certainly not making money on these crazy cheap deals. According to Grizzly, Timu loses about 30 bucks, a de- 30 bucks per order. They're making money on the back end. And uh, in, in other words, to, to put it this way, uh, the one bright spot in China's economy right now is powered by an app that spies on consumers in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Europe. Topic number two, surprise, surprise, surprise. If you're old like me, you remember that from uh, Gomer Pyle, USMC. Uh, Videotapes of witness interviews conducted by the Democrat-led House Select Committee on the January 6th attack have disappeared. Shock. This is my shocked face. Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia, Republican, who chairs the House Administration Oversight Committee, currently investigating the security lapses around the January 6th riots, is uh, questioning the disappearance of the video evidence. Loudermilk said in an interview last Thursday, I wrote a letter to Benny Thompson, the Democratic congressman who chaired the January 6th commission, asking for them, and he confirmed they did not preserve those tapes. He didn't feel that they had to, uh, except that according to House rules, they did have to. They just chose not to. Not only this affect... um, An analysis of the security lapses around January 6th that may affect criminal proceedings taking place in federal court in Washington and state court in Georgia, where former President Donald Trump and his associates are accused of crimes and connected with connected to those events. Yeah, it's uh, again, shocking, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, No, not if you're paying attention. Anyway, coming up, Trannysaurus Rex. Yeah, activism hits the museums. That's next on 5 and 10. We want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the eminent destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the god on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available 
available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Topic number one today, Tranisaurus Rex, or should we call it Tyrannosaurus Sexless? Activist academics are now queering the dinosaurs. Chicago's Field Museum, where the T-Rex named Sue, and by the way, when you spell Sue, they demand that you spell it in all capital letters for some unknown reason. It's Sue, not Sue. It's, you know, apparently shouted. Um, Sue lives and tweets there at the Field Museum, and she's declared that she, it, they, is non-binary. Now, this has been done by the curators of the Field Museum on the spurious grounds that it's very difficult to determine the sex of old dinosaur specimens. In fact, it's not even known for sure that they had external uh, genitalia. So since we don't know whether Sue is a boy or a girl, the curators have determined now that she is non-binary. In fact, you can't say she anymore. She goes by they, them. Look, th this is a pet peeve of mine. They, them are plural pronouns. You cannot apply. If you want to go by it, that's fine. But they, them, that's plural. Unless you got more than one entity occupying your head, uh, <laughs> you are not a they. And neither is Sue. Sue! The curators um, have uh, deci decided, because they can't tell what it is, it is non-binary. This is... <laughs> Just an example of how we are devolving further in Western civilization beyond the point where science actually governs the work of scientists anymore. Science has been politicized to this cult of gender. The ancient goddess, god slash goddess Inanna, who was either or or both, depending on her or its mood in any given day, now has infiltrated even our museums. This week in Skywatch TV, we continue our discussion of three new books from Defender Publishing. We are Legion for We Are Many, Dr. Tom Horn, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, Divided We Stand, and a wonderful new book by Jeffrey Martis called The Prince of the Power of the Air. Yes, it's an analysis of Satan. Is it possible that uh, weather phenomena are related to Satan? Well, since Jesus identified the storm god of the Canaanites and the Greeks and the Romans, Baal, Zeus, Jupiter, as Satan, that's not crazy. Don't miss this conversation. This series of programs, the last to feature Dr. Tom Horn. Sharon and I honored to sit on the panel for these discussions, not knowing these would be the last ones recorded with Tom. Uh, you'll find our broadcast at uh, the website right now, skywatchtv.com, also available at our Roku and Apple TV channels. If you watch over the air on one of our partner networks, you can find the broadcast schedule at skywatchtv.com slash channels. You can also watch it at our new YouTube channel for the main program at skywatchtv now. You can also catch it at rumble, rumble.com slash skywatchtv. All of our video content is there. You can also get it at our mobile app. That's probably the best way to go because it guarantees we will never get canceled. We won't be canceled from our app. All of our video content is there. Other features as well, including a Bible with multiple translations, an audio Bible, actually. Um, it is available for free for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets, and we have links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. 
Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.